It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coots and Roger Colby. So hey, uh, this is Roger Colby, and I'm a science fiction author. Welcome to Three-Cylinder Star Drive. And I'm Richard Coots, and I'm a fount of pop culture trivia. Kind of did that one backwards, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Three you, did a bit, you did a little bit backwards this time, well, but it's all it's right. It's okay, because today we're talking about backwards stuff. Mm-hmm. Today we're talking about horrible action figures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and apparently there's a lot of them. So Richard, what's a, you're, you're a pretty pretty big um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan, and uh-huh. you had a ton of those action figures as a kid. So what, what, what was the worst? What were some of the worst ones? Um... You know, I didn't have it, but there was this one. Uh, I forget what she was called, but it was, it was a, uh, it was April O'Neil, but she kind of um, looked like a prostitute. Oh and yeah, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Um, the actual name of the action figure is called Ravishing Reporter Ravishing April. Ravishing Reporter April. She came with a. Uh, Working those streets for the leads. <laughs> she had a dagger to defend herself, I guess, when her pimp wasn't around. Yeah, I guess. I and, know. She had like a, a fully removable skirt, which is yeah, not good for pretty, preteen boys yeah. to have a girl with a. No, yeah, let's not do good. that. Um, but did you ever see your boss? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a weird looking action figure. Yeah, but you know, a lot of them were kind of uh, posed like that. It was kind of like I, I believe, as Kevin Eastman said it at a convention I went to, or maybe it was Rob. Liefeld, they were both the same ones that all the action figures from the early 90s and 80s eras look like they were posed like they were taking a dump. <laughs> yes, they all make faces like they yeah. are. Okay, so you said you actually had one of these horrible ones. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, was called Pizza Face? Pizza Face. Describe uh-huh. Pizza Face uh, for Pizza us. Face, he's like, he, well, <laughs> he's like a pizza parlor guy and he looks kind of like a chef, but he's like really nasty and he's got... <laughs> You know, like ooze coming out of him and <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. He comes with his own, um, like, meat cleaver mm-hmm. with, like, uh, gross meat chunks or something. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I think it's some vegetables or something, too. I don't remember. Um, okay, what were some, what were some others that, that you, uh, that you had? Or maybe you, you know, saw I actually had, as a kid? Well, I actually had, um, they were, I had one of the, uh, if you remember the old uh, troll dolls. Right, um, yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. With the big, big poofy hair. Yeah, and they were like yeah. naked. Um, <laughs> they made a movie. Yeah, they made a movie. It's Thankfully, horrible. they're all wearing clothes in that one. Uh, <laughs> That's such a bad movie. I yeah, <laughs> but, but they made some Ninja Turtle ones, and they looked just like, you know, the regular Ninja Turtles, except they got that really weird troll face, you know, with the weird <laughs> grin and the beady eyes and... But then they had the poofy hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, uh, you know, He-Man had its share of really weird ones. Uh, one of my favorites is uh, one called Moss Man. Um, and uh, Moss Man was, like, covered with this, like, plush green moss, I guess, kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And um, he had a real pine scent. <laughs> so yeah, you, could, you could hang Moss Man up in your car window, and like he would freshen your car. Uh, but it was like an action figure, he yeah. an action figure. 
I bet in the 80s, people were like, well, you're a real cool guy. But my favorite, my favorite He-Man, <laughs> horrible figure. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, because everybody's really accepting of nerds in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, they were. Uh, sure. Um, so the other one was uh, Stinkor, basically mm-hmm. like a skunk man. Oh, yeah. And his power was to, like, make a horrible stench. Um, <laughs> so uh, there's a lot of really crazy ones from back then. They actually had one uh, He-Man uh, action figure that was um, uh, it was called Orbear, and uh, Orbear was this uh, it's like a bear that folds up like a ball, kind of like a transformer, but yeah. it just turns into a ball, like a um, hard plastic ball. You know what I loved <laughs> that I loved was those ones that McDonald's made, and they were like they were like food, they were like menu items, but they would transform into robots and dinosaurs and stuff. You know, uh, also Rocky had some, uh, the, the, the film Rocky uh-huh. had some crazy action figures as well. Did you know that um, uh, Sly Stallone's brother had an action figure? Oh yeah, Frank Stallone. Frank Stallone had an action wow. figure okay. from the Rocky films. Really? Because he did, uh, I think he did an end credits song on one of the films, and so they just made him an action figure. Oh, okay. Um... But, you know, they had the cool ones, you know, like yeah. Clever Lang, and they had, you know, cool action figures. But then they had, like, you know, Brigitte Nielsen. <laughs> <laughs> Brigitte Nielsen. Yeah. I mean, not to say that there weren't great action figures. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, I mean, Turtles had great action figures. Um, you know, I mean, well, gosh, some of the, they had some really great well, ones. Well, you were bound to get some bad ones with Ninja Turtles because they made, like, thousands of variations because it was the most popular series I yeah. mean, the most popular property at that time and so they just made them very tons and tons of variations just to make money yeah yeah um x-men had some pretty weird things oh my favorite x-men weird one was whistle chest banshee oh yeah it has a whistle inside his chest it basically looks like a, a sucking chest wound oh wow and you blow into his chest oh which is okay. <laughs> All kinds of bad. Yeah. Still even. I mean, um, but you know, I mean, Star Wars had its weird ones. Uh, oh, oh, wait. Before I want to before I go away from Marvel stuff. Okay. Uh-huh. So Marvel had this action figure. It was Ghost Rider. Okay. Uh-huh. But it was a Ghost Rider mid transformation. Oh. Ghost Rider. So you look at his face, and it's like somebody's setting a guy's wow. head on fire and it's disturbing. And yeah. it's like early nightmare fuel as a kid. Uh, and Jane Jonah Jameson's suit was way too big. It was almost like a, <laughs> you know, like a, a David Byrne in that, uh, in that, that video where he comes out wearing the oversized suit. It's pretty much what J. Jonah Jameson looked like. Okay. Um, but you know, they have, you know, some pretty weird characters, but then they have some really good ones. You know, um, one franchise that made really good action figures, as far as I'm concerned, was 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 Star Wars. Star Wars made uh-huh. really good action figures. I mean, Kenner always had these great action figures, except that you know, and and the coming up with the, the way for the lightsaber to come out of the hand was just a slide that slid out, you know, and had like a little tube inside, a little plastic tube inside there, and it would slide out, and it would be like a red lightsaber. Or it'd be a green lightsaber or a blue lightsaber, or whatever. Well, that's a little better than than the uh, the first Wolverine action figure that came out for um, uh, the first X Men film back in two thousand. I had one of those. And he had like these spring loaded claws 
but you would squeeze his legs to make them come out. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's messed up. Okay, there was one, um, a Batman action figure from the original Batman uh-huh. tel- uh, uh, film with uh-huh. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. And it's Bob. It's the sidekick for uh, Joker. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he comes with a hat. Yeah. When you take his hat off, though, his head is horribly malformed. I mean, oh man! It's like it's not even. It's like not. It's just a face with like a thing to put his hat yeah. on. Yeah, it's pretty disturbing. Um, but you know, I mean, action figures. Are, what about some some new ones? I mean, some those were back in the day. But have you seen any new weird ones? I mean, I know I've seen some weird Batman ones. Well, I've seen. Well, there's been a lot of kind of. It's not really that they're weird. They're just kind of. Uh, their facial expressions and stuff like <laughs> yeah. like uh, the, some of the new DC uh, action figures like that came out for like Arrow and uh-huh. stuff like that. Like <laughs> there's this Malcolm Merlin one from Arrow, and he looks like really he's like looking down. He looks like really sad. He was like, yeah. I he, saw a Lex Luthor one like that one time, and he was oh, like really? in his like power suit, uh-huh. and he looks like he's in a perpetual scream. Yeah. Just, then I saw this one. It's, it's a it's a Tony Stark Dorbs figure from from uh from uh, uh Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh-huh. But for some reason the Dorbs figure, he's got kind of really kind of dark pale skin and he almost looks black and it's kind of weird. Yeah, it is kind of weird. It, why it's kind of weird that it's that tone. Yeah. This is I don't know. It's so there's so many weird little action you know um, I really like these pops. I love pop vinyls. Pops are great. Pop yeah. vinyls are really cool mm-hmm. um, because they take usually a really terrifying character and turn uh-huh. them into like this cute little thing that oh, you just yeah. want to hug. <laughs> I mean, it takes like a White Walker from uh, from Game of Thrones and makes oh, yeah. him into like some kind of oh look at the White Walker. oh yeah or Hannibal Lecter oh yeah. look at Hannibal Lecter and his little mask isn't he cute we just want to hug him yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I love. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> love. Uh, I love Funko because <laughs> they just make an action figure for pretty much anything. Oh, they will. Uh-huh. They definitely will, except for Odin Quinn Cannon mm-hmm. from Preacher, which maybe I'm still will. waiting for. Maybe they are listening. Maybe they will eventually. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, um, you got a Bob Ross pop, so you know they're probably going to have Hair Star for sure. Oh yeah, for the new season, so. Um, okay, so the next thing we want to talk about is our dollar rental of the week. And what mm-hmm. is the dollar rental of the week? Well, this, this one's week? this one's actually on Netflix, too. It's called The Void. The Void. And yeah. I didn't know it until after this, this uh, after I'd already watched it, but this was a crowdfunded film. <laughs> um, so some of the, some of the, um, Scary perform- tr- well, the performances just yeah. aren't. They're not that great. Not that great. But, but it's a pretty... <laughs> It's a pretty decent film. What's great yeah. about it is that it's uh, well. Let me tell you about the uh, kind of the tone of it. It's kind of like Lovecraft mixed with a Clive Barker. Yeah, with a triangle-faced nuns. Uh huh. Yeah, they're like I don't know. They're kind of <laughs> like these triangle-faced. Uh, they look kind of like uh, uh, KKK <laughs> clan like members, K- but yeah, it's pretty much it. This weird triangle but, on their face instead of. But, but what's great about it is the practical effects. Yeah. But it's all practical effects. As far as the creature effects go, they use CG for CGI for the environments and stuff, but the creature <laughs> effects are all practical. Yeah. 
And but it's it is nightmare fuel. It's it just is like pretty really, disturbing. It's really gross looking. But it has the great <laughs> Kenneth Welsh in it, who uh, <laughs> you know might know as Wyndham Earl in Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but it's uh, it is pretty graphic. I mean, mm-hmm. it felt like uh, parts of it felt like the thing. Uh huh. A little bit. You know, bit, John yeah. Carpenter's the thing. Um, because there's like a uh, really disgusting tentacle stuff going yeah. inside people's eyes and uh, eyes and nose and mouth uh, you know just slowly moving in and, the, and, and coming out of them yeah it's pretty <laughs> creepy yeah um I, i'm gonna be honest i didn't make it very far yeah you didn't you said you did, you couldn't watch the whole thing yeah i was pretty uh i was pretty grossed out by it um but i'm not really used to watching stuff like that like um you know but um I don't know. I recommend it if you like. If you're if you're into like really really uh, just straight up practical effects and mm-hmm. no digital, it's it is a pretty amazing yeah, film to watch. Yeah, and it's a and it's a dying art. Yeah, it everybody is. just wants to use CG. Because they have to build. Just le- yeah, everybody know. just wants to use CG now, which is way less effective. Mm-hmm. They have to build all that stuff. You know what I hate? I hate CGI blood. Oh, I it looks too. so horrible. Yeah, just do some squibs, man. I mean, really, because uh, squibs look so much better yeah. as far as I'm concerned than anything else. Uh, you can get, except for, okay, funny squib story. Uh-huh. Okay. If you go watch True Lies, uh-huh. okay, if you watch True Lies, there's a scene in True Lies where there's all these uh, bathroom stalls. He has this big fight in the bathroom, uh-huh. and uh, he fires a bunch of bullets into this uh, into these uh, bathroom stall doors. Uh-huh. Okay, if you look... You can watch. You can see the tape oh that was gosh. holding the squibs on. It was covering up the holes that they actually had to drill. Because what they do is they drill a hole in the in the door, and then they distress it to make it look like a bullet hole. Um, and then they cover it up with this explosive squib, uh-huh. and and they tape it. Okay, and then they paint over the tape. Yeah, didn't didn't James Cameron make that movie? He did. That's pretty lame that James that got by James Cameron. But you can see it. I mean, there's yeah. one shot in there where he's inside the stall and the door. He's like looking at the door, and um, the the bathroom stall door is there, and you can see the tape marks on the door. Oh yeah, that's this kind of funny. It's like the old planet, one of the old Planet of the Apes movies. I can't remember uh-huh. which one it is, but it's like set in the future, and this was before cordless phones. But they just pulled the cord out of a phone to make it look cordless, and it's a red phone. And they just put a little red piece of tape over where the cord was. <laughs> yeah, and, and I remember that. I, I think yeah, that's uh, that's they were like, dude, it's that's not battle like you, for the Planet of the Apes. Oh, that, okay. The one but with it's the, like, the yeah, with, they probably didn't. They probably didn't uh, uh, pre- predict VHS. Okay. <laughs> so Planet, people could. They're like, people will never know us. They can't go back and. I was kind of getting off topic again. Yeah, we are kind of off we topic. Are a but that's bit okay. Off. Um, because we got to talk about this. So, Battle for the Planet of the Apes. There's, there's like a, a whole series of Planet of the Apes films. Uh-huh. Back in the like, day in the like 70s. Five. We're not talking about the newest ones, which the yeah. newest ones are good. Yeah. But um, this, the, okay, so you've got your Planet of the Apes film where Taylor goes back in time. Then you've got the next film where uh, Taylor fights the people under the ground. It's called Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a bunch of mutants and they set off the bomb. And then you uh-huh. have... Uh, Escape from Planet of the Apes, which is like the Zera and whatever, they go back in time to our time, mm-hmm. and then they have the baby, and then the baby grows up with like another ape, and, and then they have a, um, no, that was Battle. Okay. And that's Battle for the Planet, no, that's not Battle. 
Oh gosh, there's I can't remember. There's another one where the humans and the and the uh, and the apes are fighting each other or whatever. Yeah. And there's like a war, and the the irradiated humans are like in this, and it's before they become the mutants. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that's the one. It, a battle, I think, is the one where they have. God, I can't remember. Oh, conquest. That was it. Conquest is the one where Caesar rises up, mm. and takes over. You know. Uh, and then battle was the one where you had the irradiated humans coming out of the pile of radiation to yeah. fight, and that's the one where they had the phone with the tape over. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm something of a uh, of an <laughs> an amateur nerdy expert yeah. on the original Planet of the Apes. That's a long way so, to go to get to the tape. I know, but you know what? You need to go watch those. They're great, uh-huh. and you know what? You could pick up um, the, all the whole series at Best Buy. For oh yeah, nothing. it's like. Yeah, I think like twenty I, bucks. Yeah, it was like twenty bucks this week. It's worth it. It's totally worth it. Okay, so uh, well, we went around the mountain, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Went right. a little. Well, that's okay. Got a little ADD. That's okay. So uh, until next time, I am Roger Colby, and I'm Richard Coots.